All right, Alexander, let's talk about the elections in Finland and on the uh, the latest victim of the Aledsky curse, which is Prime Minister Sanna Marin. She, uh, she, she did not win the elections. Her party did not win the elections. The party that did win and will form a coalition is the, uh, the conservative party, and it's going to form uh, a conservative coalition in Finland. So it looks like we have another WEF, uh, Collective West uh, leader, who has now been taken out by the Alensky curse. Not that the new government in Finland, from what I understand, will be any different from a foreign policy perspective. From what I understand, it's very pro-NATO, pro-Ukraine, uh, anti-Russian. So I don't expect uh, foreign policy changes. But the message is that uh, Santa Marin and uh, the influence that the WEF apparently exerted on uh, Prime Minister Marin and... Um, and her, and I guess you could say her her uh, her unwavering support for Ukraine and Alensky did uh, did result in her election defeat, and we now have a conservative coalition, most likely forming in Finland. This does remind me of Italy, I have to say, and the Brothers Party in Malone. That's it. It's exactly the same. Can I just say? I mean, this is this is directly the result. Of the Alensky curse. First of all, she was one of the enthusiastic supporters of Finland's NATO membership. She's been an enthusiastic supporter of Ukraine. She's been an enthusiastic supporter of the sanctions. Now, as you correctly say, no one of significance in Finland's political class any longer sticks by Finland's historic policy of neutrality. And friendship with Russia, which, you know, was what enabled Finland to reconstruct itself after the Second World War and to became, become the prosperous country that in the last couple of decades it's been. But anyway, nobody upholds that policy of any significance anymore. But Marin going against it, what has it done? It's caused economic problems in Finland, it's caused higher prices in Finland, it's caused inflation, it's caused lower living standards. Who do people start to blame? When living standards are falling, they blame the government that is in office at the time. And I suspect, I would not be surprised if at a certain level there might even be some left of centre or even more left-wing voters in Finland who, you know, but this is because she leads the Social Democratic Party of Finland, which was once one of those parties that perhaps would have supported Finnish neutrality. They're not happy about what has happened and maybe they've stayed away and not voted in this election. Note that she's gone. Her party has fallen to third place. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's 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 not a good result. And, you know, for the moment, as you said, the Alensky curse is spreading. I mean, you know, Macron's in crisis in France. Germany looks shaky. Italy, it's fallen. Boris has gone. Boris, in, Boris Johnson in Britain has gone. Uh, uh, Spain Trust. looks shaky as well. They had Truss has gone. 
as I said, one after the another, they're all being picked off. And Marin, it seems to me, is just the last, the, the, you know, the, the last in the sequence, but not the last that it's eventually going to catch up with. Yeah, but she'll, she'll get uh, placed into a different position somewhere in one of the globalist institutions, that's for sure. Uh, we, have, uh, we have Ursula von der, von der Leyen, who's, uh, who's now, it's openly being discussed that she's now the front runner for the NATO position. Um, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's, she's wrecked the European Union, so now I guess she can, she can finish off NATO as well. Not that NATO is, is doing so well in Stoltenberg, but you know, Ursula will, will, will finish off the, the annihilation of, uh, of NATO. Everything she touches completely collapses. Uh, that would be uh, a big victim of the Alensky curse. Um, we've had Italy's Draghi. That was a big victim. Uh, Petkov in Bulgaria. I mean, there's there's been all kinds of uh, of victims from the Alesky curse. It, it really does remind me of the Assad must go um, statements that we were getting from Obama and Merkel and all these people. And Assad is still there. He's going to be going to the Arab summit in Riyadh, rapprochement with Saudi Arabia, yep. Arabia, soon to have a rapprochement with Turkey. And everyone that was screaming Assad must go, well, they've all left. It's, you know, this is what this, what all of this reminds me of. Ursula is a very interesting case, actually, because, you know, there were, there were sorts of stories floating around a couple of months ago that um, the commission, her commission is due to, uh, uh, you know, run, complete its term next year, but that she was actually looking to stay as commission president. In other words, that she was wanting to be re-elected. And this is not by any means unprecedented. I mean, I remember Jacques Delors, for example, way back in the 80s and early 90s, I think, he got re-elected by the European states as European commission president. So it would not have been an unprecedented thing to do. But clearly, she's come to realise that isn't going to happen and she's not going to be re-elected. European Commission president, so she wants a job. And um, so what does she want? She wants the job of NATO Secretary General. So on the one hand, she's not wanted anymore at the EU. So the Alensky curse bites her, so she's not able to stay in the job that she has now. So at the same time, she has been a catastrophic failure. She was a catastrophic failure as president of the European Commission. European living standards are falling faster than they have ever done, apparently, in the entire existence of the Union and the uh, European uh, community. Um, so she's been a disaster there. She was a disaster as German defence minister. That's almost universally acknowledged. So what do you do when you have somebody who has failed completely? Well, it's very simple. If, if you're part of the globalist system, you promote them. <laughs> you give them another job. You put them even higher up. That, that's, how you, that's how you rise nowadays. You fail. You, she failed as defence minister. So you put her in charge of NATO. <laughs> she failed as, you know, uh, at the European Commission in Brussels. So you give her an even more important position in Brussels. As I said, failure is the passport to success, or so it seems. I mean, the other person, by the way, who apparently 
is being in kind of a way bitten by the Zelensky curse is Krista Freeland of Canada. Because if you remember, she was the front runner for a while. But it now seems that the US, for some reason, has turned against her and doesn't want her. Yeah, yeah. Boris wanted that job as well. I mean, he oh, wants that job well, of, you know. of NATO. <laughs> he still yes. does. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not yeah. going to get it either. I mean, and, and he's, uh, I mean, he, by the way, I mean, just to say, he, he failed disastrously in um, a recent uh, um, parliamentary inquiry sitting that took place. Yeah. Okay. So Boris is out. Uh, Christia Freeland, who uh, she, she would have been a, a nice fit for a NATO secretary general given what we know about Christia Freeland, uh, she, it looks like she's lost favor with, uh, with the powers yeah. that be. So it, it, does, it does really come down to, uh, to Ursula. I mean, there was talk yes. about Kaya Kallis of I, Estonia, but she's, she won her re-election in Estonia. So yeah, it's, it's the, the, the field is clear for Excellent. Ursula to, to get that job. It's, 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 absolutely. And, and you know, who's going to be the next president of the European Commission? My money is on uh, that financial genius, <laughs> the head of the uh, 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 president of the European Central Bank, former president of the European uh, of the International Monetary Fund, former finance minister of France, Christine Lagarde. I mean, she has failed in every one of these jobs as well. So, of course, she stands in need for a promotion. So... President of the Commission beckons, I'm sure. Do, do you think, God, oh my God, um, do you think that would open the way for <laughs> Merkel to, to move into into a position at the ECB or somewhere? Do you think Merkel is, she's she's out, she's tapped out? I think she's for the moment down because, as I said, there's still a lot of grumbles about her. And I think the British, for one, would not be happy to see her, say, go to the IMF. And I think the Americans would either, because, as I said, she's seen as having been a bit too close to Putin. But, you know, don't, don't, don't worry too much about Merkel. Sooner or later, they'll find a job for her as well. <laughs> There's absolutely no doubt. But, as I said, I mean, it's interesting about how, you know, the Ursula business is really interesting because I, th I think she's most likely will be the next NATO Secretary General. The very fact that she's even thinking about it suggests that she's been prompted to think about it as well. And um, as I said, in some ways, she's the perfect fit. <laughs> she ruined the German military so she can... That makes her ideal for the post. <laughs> I mean, who could you think who would be better? Yeah. Uh, f final thoughts on um, your final thoughts on Erdogan on Turkey approving Finland's uh, entry into into NATO. Sweden is still a question mark, but any thoughts on? Yeah, uh, on that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've always thought that in the end, uh, Erdogan would go along with it, and I think he's under a lot of pressure at the moment because he's got a very difficult election in May. He's seeing the U.S. Uh, um, they're clearly out to get him. The U.S. ambassador has just had a meeting with Turkish opposition leaders. So he wants, to the extent that he can, to try and keep things, hold things together, to sh give the appearance that, yes, he's still a loyal NATO ally. So he went along with the Finland decision. I always thought he would in the end. Yeah. Well, he hasn't gone along with the Sweden decision yet. 
So. No, he hasn't gone along with the Sweden. And, but, you know, and, and I think in Turkey, perhaps that plays quite well in some ways, because Sweden is, a, I think, a more unpopular country in Turkey than Finland is. So that, that he will continue to play with through the election. But by letting Finland in, he's able to come out and say, well, look, it's not that I'm against countries joining NATO. I'm not disloyal to NATO. It's just that Sweden has gone, has crossed too many red lines, too many of our red lines. And that's why we want, we, we have to say no for the time being. Yeah. All right. You, you know, a final thought is that, you know, these these uh, leaders that that are falling to the Olensky curse, it also shows that the, the WEF is is definitely losing sway in uh, in a lot of the the countries where where they had their their young leaders and their uh, their students yes. in as prime ministers, uh, even though you are yes. getting prime ministers who are still very hawkish, uh, are still warmongers. Um, are, are, are still aligning with much of the foreign policy uh, initiatives of the WEF, but they're not part of that WEF young leaders group. So you are seeing this class of young leaders be escorted out. Once again, not that it's changing the foreign policy trajectory of Europe, but you know, I guess it, it, it's a small no, step it is in the right direction. Maybe, maybe. It is, it is a small, yeah. I mean, I mean, they are such a completely unconvincing group of people to lead countries. I think they're just too unconvincing at the end of the day. I mean, Marin, for me, I mean, you know, I, I gather she's still popular in Finland with lots of people in Finland. But, you know, I think popular in a kind of way. I don't think many people in Finland felt that she was really the right person to be prime minister of Finland. They may have liked her. I not sure why, but, you know, maybe she's got qualities that are invisible to me. But at the end of the day, she she didn't come across to, to many people in Finland as the right person to lead the country. And I think that is probably how a lot of people feel about all of these WF people. They, they, they're too cartoon-like, in my opinion. I mean, they do identicate. They don't really seem to me like real politicians. Um, because, of course... They're not real politicians. They're just place people. And, you know, they're, they're not convincing in these jobs that they do. Yeah, they're cookie cutter. Macron, Jacinda Ardern, yeah. Trudeau, Santa yeah. Marin, yeah. Petkov. They're all like, they're just clones of each other. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's clones really bizarre. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's like they were put yeah. put into a machine or something and they just cloned them out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we'll uh, leave it there. The Duran.locals.com. We are on uh, Rockfin, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, and Telegram. And go to the Duran shop. Ten percent off. Use the code Good Day. Take care.